I am joined this morning by Kirsty Scott, the Vice President of Operations at Rushford, a Hartford healthcare partner in the Behavioral Health Network, and she's here to talk about the Ridge Recovery Center opening this fall in Willimantic. You know about the Immaculata Retreat House? Well, it's on that same piece of property. Christy, good morning. Thanks for joining me today. This is all part of the Rushford program. What is Rushford? Rushford is a behavioral health um, center of Hartford Healthcare. We specialize in substance use disorder, but obviously treat the whole person, so mental illness and everyone else's needs within that. So Rushford is opening a site here in Willimantic. Tell me what kind of treatment will be offered at that site. Sure. It's a residential treatment program for um, addiction. So we'll be treating anyone um, with an addiction disorder, whether it be to opioids or alcohol. Where did those people go before we had the site locally here? There's many other sites throughout Connecticut. Rushford has a site in Middletown, and there's many other nonprofit providers, what we're finding is that people can't awfully and get swiftly into care. So adding in an additional 50 beds will be helpful. So give me the timetable here. When was it first decided to use that property that was Immaculata? And what do you see as the date when it's going to be opening? Yeah, Jim O'Day, um, who's a senior vice president of beha- behavioral health, went to see it. And immediately when he saw it, was like, this would be an excellent place for healing, for people to come um, with an addiction disorder and really feel like they're getting the treatment they need. The beautiful grounds there, all of the woods. So he kind of pitched that to Hartford Healthcare, and they invested about three years ago, and in January of 2023, invested more capital to um, do the construction that was needed to get a DPH licensed. So the people that drive by that on Route 32 may not see what's going on up at the location. How far along is it now, and when do you open the doors? <laughs> We're about 75% done. So right now it's flooring and finishings with, you know, with this kind of the supply and demand is taking a little longer than we wished. but So we hope to be open mid-November. Our original goal was uh, mid-October. Big ribbon cutting on tap? What do you got lined up for opening day? <laughs> They'll line up something for sure. We want to make sure that we're licensed and fully open. You know, right now we can't be in the building too much because we don't have our certificate of occupancy. Now, would this be something designed just for outpatients, or would people actually have the opportunity to stay overnight there on occasion if necessary? Yeah, it's actually all residential treatment. So someone could come in for um, detox, so medical detox. So they would arrive, stay four to seven days, and then transition to the residential program in which they could stay normally two to four weeks, depending on insurance. And we also have an extended stay program, not covered by insurance, but if they want to stay longer, we have nine beautiful bedrooms available and they can stay on the grounds and get supportive um, sober living there. Now, is that where your office is going to be? <laughs> My office is all over the place. So we have locations <laughs> in Meriden, Middletown here. So I'll float around. How big a need is there for this kind of treatment in Connecticut? Yeah, there's there's still a huge need. I was just looking at numbers. You know, the opioid deaths dropped a teeny bit in this year, but it's still a significant need if you look at the trends. Also, the need for detox from alcoholism. You know, during COVID, we saw that go up at least two percent nationally. So, and you touched on the opioid crisis. That's been a big focus of the attorney general right now, William Tong. We've talked about that on the air. 
what things have been done to try to address that? Obviously, once people have the problem, that's when they go to Rushford. That's when they're going to go to the ridge here in Wyndham. But what things have been done to try to contain that so it doesn't explode further? Yeah, it's true. So there's different ways you look at that. You invest money into prevention, so in harm reduction, helping people if they're going to continue to use to do that in the safest way. And then you put money into treatment, and then their treatment lasts forever. So that's what people get confused about. You don't just go through this kind of program and you're cured. You need support afterwards, so whether it's outpatient or supportive services. And I think that is what Connecticut is doing and looking at spending some of that opioid um money to support nonprofits to do that work. Yeah, from the settlement, do you feel that Connecticut is a leader in this area? Are they doing maybe more things than other states are, or are we catching up because we're behind the pack? (laughs) No, we do a great job, actually. We have um, really invested and taken on the harm reduction, as well as residential treatment. Some states don't have many residential treatment facilities, and we've invested to do that here in the state of Connecticut. And just clarify what this often means. It isn't like it's a druggie who wants to find something to get some kind of a high on. Sometimes these are people with legitimate medical problems, pain. They take the opioids to make the pain go away, and then inadvertently they get hooked. That is so true. You know, it is really, it's a, I call it a brain disease. So you can line 20 people up, 20 people could, you know, let's say even alcohol or whether you take an opioid. Only a 20% of those people have kind of that addictive pathway in their brain. So the, do- the dopamine high just keeps them going. Somebody else might be able to manage that differently. So we, it's not a moral value or are you a good person. It really just takes over the brain waves. And um, you need treatment to get through that and to recover. So it's not something you can just quit cold turkey. That would be very difficult. Just with everything, with the brain disorder, and then learning to live a life where you're not dependent on something um, needs a lot of different other interventions and support with that. So give me an example of what Rushford would do if someone came there with, an, in this particular case, mm-hmm. an opioid overdose, overdose disorder. Sure. So we'd first look at it for um, detox. So really helping you be medically safe as you detox. There's many other things that can happen when you stop putting something in your body that your body's so used to. So kind of getting through that comfort zone and then going into residential treatment, which you'd get 30 hours of treatment per week. And that means groups, individual therapy, family therapy. So, you know, it involves everyone, right? So the family could come in and learn how to manage. Sometimes um, relationships need to be repaired and people need to learn a skill set now to live a life where they're not um, kind of hustling for whether it's the alcohol or their drugs and how to replace that with some really good things to raise your dopamine level, like hiking, walking, yoga, meditation, all those holistic things. Send them out on the rail trails. That's how I spend all my time. That's where I was (laughs) yesterday. Boy, there were bikers out there yesterday. Uh, And just in general, too, would someone who is an alcoholic, sometimes... Well, someone that's an alcoholic, would they go to Rushford to get treatment to try to get over that? That is true, to detox and then, again, learn um, skills to live without alcohol. And what I find, from what I've read, from guests I've had in the morning, that one of the challenges that the alcoholism people have is that they've got to recognize themselves they have a problem. Because if they don't recognize it, they're not going to have the will to stop. Right. I I think you're right. Because alcohol... Having a drink is acceptable, right? Socially acceptable. Again, 20% of the population could become 
um, dependent on that where the other wouldn't. So really saying, wow, this isn't just moderate drinking, but I actually have, I am dependent on alcohol and how do I live a life without that? So going back to the Ridge, which you say will be opening in November, the Ridge Recovery Center coming to Wyndham. You recently did an outdoor cleanup at the Ridge. Tell me more about the outdoor space. You've talked about that's a special area and why that's important for recovery. Yeah, that, that was a really fun day. We were all out there weeding and pulling um, <laughs> big invasive weeds out. It was really fun um, because it's such a beautiful property that we want to, we're going to start every morning with an outside small trail walk. We're going to use spaces to do yoga and groups outside um, and really just the ability to walk outside and see the trees and see the nature and kind of feel like with one with that is super important. So you must be hiring for a lot of positions at the Ridge. Where can people go to find more information about job openings? What are you looking for? Yeah, we're hiring a variety. So nurses, clinicians, um, a, a range. We actually had a hiring event, and that went really well. We had actually people drive by, people right in Willimannock, and saw the balloons and came on up to see what it was all about. So they can, um, if they go to www.ridgerecovery.org, um, or if they just Google Ridge Recovery Treatment Center, it would bring them to the site. So that's going on now? Yep, yep, sure is. Applications now. This must be a costly project. I know you've generated over $6 million to support the opening through Hartford Healthcare's support and donor generosity. Are you continuing to seek support for this project? We are, and we will continue to do so. You know, we kind of have all these phases, so we'd like to get to a a phase where we're really investing in the trails, where we're being able to bring some specialty treatment in that insurance doesn't cover, and that really needs to come from community support. Christy, when you have someone come into a Rushford facility, and you will have them come into the Ridge Recovery Center in Willimantic in the fall, how do you know that they're ready to be released, that they're ready, that they're, they've completed the program, that you know they don't need more help? And part two of the question is once they leave, do they have periodic returns just to do a follow-up or are they gone and don't come back? <laughs> well, you know, there's a bit uh, many different dr- criteria which someone is discharged. Some of it is based on ASAM criteria and someone's insurance. Um, Some of it is based on you could really see the growth in someone from day one to day 30. um, And they're kind of filled with that hope that they are going to, this is going to be the time they'll fully recover. Recover is a process. It's a lifelong process. So we have outpatient services. We will have their support groups, alumni support groups, just really to get someone into that lifestyle of you can live this life of recovery. What's the relationship between Rushford and this new facility, the Ridge, and, for example, the programs Natchog Hospital has? I hear some similarities there. (laughs) Yeah, so Natchog is um, inpatient level of care for mental health needs, um, and they do have outpatient level of care. So someone that goes through Rushford Residential Treatment Center, because we don't have outpatient around in this area, if they live here, we can connect them to the outpatient. So Outpatient is great for continued um, support and interventions as well in someone's recovery. What's the age range of patients that would be treated at Rushford in general or the Ridge Recovery Center in particular? What's the youngest age? What's the oldest age? 
And what's the most common age? Sure. So at our other Rushford locations and outpatient, we serve um, individuals, teens or kids 10 to 18. And then we serve the adult population. So 18 to you could be 95 and still come into care. There's always, you know, mm. that may be when you're ready. So at this location, at the residential location, it will be 18 and older. Can you just go in on your own and begin to request treatment? Or do you need to be referred by a medical professional? You can call at any time. We want to really meet people where they're at, and that's super important. So if someone decides that day, let me call your one eight eight seven number, and they say, we're ready. We don't want to say, well, in four days, we have an appointment at 9. We want to say, come in, and if we have an open bed, we can get you in. Christy, I understand you got some uh, good dining <laughs> at the Ridge. Tell me about the... Uh, Says here, premier dining, <laughs> including vegetarian and gluten-free options. Yeah, so it's really important when people come into care and that they can start to take a look at everything that goes in their body. So they're not putting substances in their body anymore. But how can they learn to put really healthy food that helps you heal? So we, we have an executive chef that we're hiring through in, throughout the network, um, and we want to make sure that there's options for everyone. And you talked about the recreational programs, recreation, fitness options, including Planet Fitness Gym, oh, yeah. the walking trails you talked about, yoga, morning movement classes, and more, even spiritual support. How important is that? recreation and fitness options when it comes to recovery, which is what your number one job is. Yeah, so it's super important that you move your body and move your brain, that they're all connected. So when you're um, seeking substances and you're in your addiction phase, your brain is kind of overtaking by that goal. Where's Where can I get my next drink? Where can I get my next substance? So now we want your brain to be taken over of like, how can I move my body? How can I get outside and start to change those pathways? And we believe and studies show that those are all connected and being able to sit with your thoughts and kind of work through them instead of going and looking for an substance. Christy, you are Vice President of Operations at Rushford. How did you get into this in the first place? Was this something that you like, for example, when you went to college, did you just say, this is what I want to do, or did it kind of evolve into this from something else? Sure. I started out, I did want to do social work, and I actually spent my first 10 years in child welfare with kids in foster care and adoption. And then I moved into the adult world. I actually worked at Natchog for a year and a half, and right here in Willimantic, I was the CEO of Perception Programs for eight years. I left that position to move on to Rushford. Um, I, I love this field. I love helping people, and I think it's really needed. Well, it's exciting stuff coming up later on in the fall in November when the Ridge Recovery Center opens, and I appreciate you stopping by this morning to give us a little preview of what we can expect. Thanks yeah, for coming thank in today. thank you so much. Christy Scott, our guest this morning, Vice President of Operations at Rushford, a Hartford healthcare partner in the Behavioral Health Network on 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.